0: Hi, hello, welcome back to another episode of one of the greatest podcasts of all time included on Oprah's list of favorite things, Mm -hmm. But Am I Wrong? Every year. Every year. Even before we started. Yeah. She was like, she's like those parcel sheets
1: and don't blame me, future podcast.
0: Is Harry and David fruit basket? (laughs) And don't blame me. I've just, not don't blame me, and But Am I Wrong? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Did you say that? I said don't.
0: Okay, because I was like, why did I say that? Mm. My name is Megan. My name's Melissa. And together, we are the infamous rapper and candy conglomerate. Eminem. Melts in your mouth, not in your hand. I'm sorry, almost said. We'll melt wherever you ask, but you know, <laughs> I'm not picky. <laughs> disgusting, disgusting. Disgusting. Welcome back, or if it's your first time, welcome. This podcast is not only amazing, life-changing, wonderful, but it is also hilarious, entertaining, and sometimes even educational. Yeah. Sometimes. I'd say. Yeah. Would you know anything about pink sauce? You. No, we I was going to say,
1: I, I'm the one that suggested you, you are the one who told me about it. I need to... to, 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 to whatever you need to people, do, do it. You listeners, or watchers, and or watchers, stop... Tagging me and sprinkle stuff. Oh, no. You can't. It's not so... It's triggering. Stop tagging me. She hears it. She knows. It's done. And there's one in particular that at least six of y'all have tagged me in that's absolutely disgusting. And stop it. She's serious. I am.
0: Stop it. Knock it off, kids. Stop goofing. Mom's mad. (laughs) Uh. Well... If you want to know what this podcast is, you're in for a treat because I'm about to tell you <laughs> <laughs> on this podcast a
1: treat that's sprinkleless.
0: A sprinkleless treat. A a la mode naked vanilla cone. Gross. Like at least get swirl. Can you, do you ever get just vanilla? No. Like who does that? Unless it's like
1: I don't do it, but I hate just vanilla, but, and I hate like. Vanilla bean—that's even worse.
0: I like ba- vanilla bean more, but it has to it be has like, more with flavor. something. Yeah,
1: but still,
0: some people just like that. Can't I just lick a cone of vanilla bean and just think, "Wow, that really hit the
1: spot." And that's why people that are into plain sex—it's called vanilla.
0: Uh, it's true. I just can't imagine, like even as a kid, when I—I I also like—I was like such a snob. Like even kids were like, "Oh my god, I love milk chocolate, white chocolate." I was like, "Bitch, give me that dark chocolate. Like what the hell?" It just
1: first of all the fact that you put milk chocolate and white chocolate in the same category is offensive
0: i'm sorry it is also in the same category as buttered and salted noodles like it is first of all
1: (laughs) white chocolate it's not chocolate chocolate. no so it should not be in the same category second i do like milk chocolate but put put throw a nut in there
0: yeah no milk chocolate needs to like I need, like, a caramel. Like, yeah. I need something else there. Like, I don't want advent calendar chocolate. Like, yeah. no. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that
1: chalky shit. No, no. Hershey's? No. Absolutely awful. I, I'm just saying, I, I do like, I like a chocolate that that's robust, that has other things in it. Yep. Nut, caramel, little. Various I fillings. I don't like tof- toffee. But, like, put stuff in. Uh, marshmallow.
0: I, have you had a scotch mallow egg from Sea's oh. Candy?
1: hell yes
0: oh my god everybody just if you were to first of all see's candy i told you when i was a kid like my what i thought my career trajectory was gonna be it was okay i'm gonna be a, a christmas elf like i'm gonna work at the mall as a christmas elf year but that's round. not to be fair it wasn't year round and i was logical so i knew that and i was like then i'm also gonna obviously work at see's candy and then i'm gonna be an actor that makes sense and, and then i thought while well, i moved to la I didn't know C's Candy was like in L.A. So I was like, well, that can't be my job anymore when I moved to L.A. So I'll have to be a Disney princess thinking not understanding geography and knowing that like you're going to work in Anaheim for minimum wage. And it would be park. better
1: to work at C's because it's you right to there. Work at the Grove. Yeah. Go to the
0: Grove. Do the C's there. Yeah. Anywhere. I mean,
1: like the, the factory is even uh-huh. right down the street.
0: I absolutely love it. So scotch, molly,
1: well, to go on that tangent, when my mom was visiting me a while ago, she was like, oh, I want some dessert. And I was like, I know just the place. And she's like, we pull out to C's and she's like, I've had C's. I was like, no, you haven't had C's fresh. Mm-hmm. When you walk inside and that and it hits you in the face oh my and then God. they offer you the free one.
0: And they're all so happy. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally, like, it is this happiest place on earth. Disneyland, I can't even put number one because it gets hot there and people are in really like intense costumes. Diseases. Yeah. Seas, you walk in there, those people don't ruin my fun. If any of you have like the horror stories who where you can't see, like, I don't want to know. It is just pure happiness to me. And that's what I grew up, grew up doing. I remember going to like the mall as a kid and just be like, we're going to go to Seas and I'm going to get a free sample. And it's just amazing. They're like raspberry. Tr- oh my, all of them. So phenomenal is please, please make dairy-free stuff. Don't they? Please. No. Because they're, like... I thought they started. Maybe online. But anytime I'm like, oh, I can't. Allergic to dairy. Every time the people that work there, they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I wish you could share in this experience with us. I'm like, bitch, you and me do. They're, like, traditional. I don't want to call them traditionalists because isn't that the people who, like, think... Isn't that, like, <laughs> I mean, they, Marjorie they're, Taylor they're Green. Old, old school. Constitutionalists. That's the other one. Sorry. I was like, I just don't want to use the same descriptor that like Marjorie Taylor Greene claims to describe seas. Like that's just like not fair. So this podcast, this podcast is obviously titled, But Am I Wrong? And it is fitting for two people to host it who have never once ever been wrong. And so this podcast is us as experts in the field of rightness Telling other people when they're wrong. Mm-hmm. So we'll share things in our lives, pitch it to the other person. We might also do hot takes for that segment. Then we go to our emails and we read the submissions from you, our listeners slash viewers. We let you know if you are wrong in your situation, and then finally we nominate the wrong of the week. So maybe it's a political figure, a celebrity, something happening in the world, the government, a- anything, big All or those small. Are-
1: wrong on a daily basis
0: constantly 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 but we always we have to pick the creme de la creme Mm -hmm. the wrong the wrongest of the wrong and uh shit talk them ethically with all of you we really created a podcast just to shit talk and air our grievances Mm -hmm. and it's a healthy release not only to talk about but also to listen to
1: orgasmic if you will
0: some have, in you know, an on, on Oprah's O list. She said, I give this a big O oh <laughs> for orgasmic. Thank you, Oprah. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. It took me a second. It did. I could tell. When you first started laughing, I go, she doesn't fully <laughs> get it, but I'll wait. Uh, she'll get there. I have faith. One of our favorite parts of the podcast would you to share with the class what that is. And this is where y'all
1: get to vote. On everything that we mentioned in the uh, episodes. So now we're going to read the results from last week.
0: Yeah, we post them on Instagram. Uh huh. And the episodes come out on Friday. Uh huh. No, the episodes come out on Thursday. They're <laughs> not posting, even listening.
1: The posting comes out on Friday.
0: <laughs> uh huh. Look, I'm just, I'm it's just like, right. no, no you're yes Andy. man. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, and like, this is big improv shit. So yep. we need. The votes usually go up on Friday. They're up for 24 hours. We ask that you read them all before you vote and you're voting with who you think is wrong. And if we came to a conclusion and you like agree with us and we say, oh, we think you're wrong with this caveat or whatever, you don't have to like message us and say like I'm voting with the person's wrong with that same caveat you have. We uh, we can kind of just assume because we picked mm-hmm. that way too. But if you pick an unpopular opinion or you have some thoughts, always feel free to message us. And let us know so we can share.
1: Yeehaw! All right. First up, we've got Melissa. My first pick for the last week was Plantation should not be considered a vacation getaway. Who is wrong? Zero percent said that I was wrong. And 100 percent said that I was not wrong.
0: Okay. Mine was the wedding industry is a ripoff. Two percent said Megan was wrong. And 98 percent said Megan is not wrong. So that's twelve votes. Some people said that they voted wrong, and then some people just didn't share. And you know, I if <laughs> I do wonder if some of those people. Part of me was like, are some of these people like working in the wedding industry? But we got a lot of messages from people who work in the wedding industry who were like, it is like the biggest ripoff, and like it's just scamming everyone left and right, and it's referred to as the wedding industrial industrial complex. And people are like, it's so toxic to be a part of. And I try and make sure that like my contribution to it is like always a positive experience. But that's not even my experience working in the space. So I don't know. Some people who just stand a toxic environment. I don't know. Yeah.
1: All right. And then we've got writer number one. Ooh, this has changed drastically from the when I saw it before. We've got writer number one versus boyfriend who left the friend trip to see his mom who was camping nearby, who was wrong. 77% said the writer is wrong and 23% said the boyfriend is wrong.
0: And as far as I'm concerned, I don't think we've gotten an update from we the original writer. I haven't writer seen it. I would clarity. love to update with clarity. Yeah. Because everybody pretty much said the same thing that it's like if they see each other all the time, weird, mm-hmm. wrong. If they don't, not wrong at all. Yep. Then we have writer number two versus the friend who always brings up money. 5% said the writer is wrong and 95% said the friend is wrong.
1: This is surprising to me.
0: This is surprising to me too. Some people have like said that in like different industries talking about that. And I was like, I, I totally agree with that. But a- again, I do think that talking about your like finances and how much you're making is important within your industry for like pay transparency, but when it's outside of your industry Chattin like Chatting with your friend about Yeah. It. It's also just like not interesting. Yeah.
1: Like I but again I, I do want to know like the circumstances surrounding
0: this. Yeah. Because again if it's not malicious then like there I should have used the Cardi B one for this one. Like what was the reason? This is I'm, but this is perfect. I know, I'm obsessed with it. <laughs>
1: alright and then we've got wrong of the week GOP representative Glenn Thompson who opposed protection for same sex marriage but attended his gay son's wedding days later who's wrong 99% said that Thompson is wrong 1% said that Thompson is not wrong you know how you have that thing about necks yeah this man just doesn't have one
0: no, at all I'll, I will level with you I'm more okay with no necks <laughs> than a really visible thick neck. Like, I would rather you just, like, Franklin turtle this shit than, like, be out here with your, like, crew neck or V-neck tank top with your intimidating neck, and I'm just supposed to not think you're about to snap me in half. Like, it's just alarming. And also, again, I repeat all of this, like, there's a natural way to have, like, a thicker neck, but I'm not talking about people who are born with thick necks. I'm talking about those people that put that that strap on the back of their neck on the
1: lats machine at the gym uh-huh. and do that and neck exercise just, when they're not trying to strengthen their neck like for injury reasons. They, they just want a thick They want
0: neck. a thick neck because they think it's like looks like dominating mm-hmm. and looks like intimidating. And it just gives me like steroids and gym selfies. And I'm like, I, I do not trust you. Like, I don't trust you. Why do you have no calves? But your neck is the size of a large tree trunk. And we've got these tiny little dainty legs. Uh -uh, Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Don't want that. Disgusted. My Wrong of the Week nomination was N.P. Miranda, nurse practitioner Miranda, who made a TikTok about what injections she would put in Natalia Dyer's face. 99% said nurse is wrong. 1% said nurse is not wrong. And I, this is like not even necessarily totally related, but someone sent me, I was talking about like branded content and like undisclosed ads and people who, do that on my uh main account, and someone had messaged and was like, Oh, well, this has made me so not trustworthy. And they sent this TikTok from a like dermatology, I, th- I don't know if they're a nurse practitioner, but like a dermatologist influencer. And they were talking about like, oh, you something like influencers don't tell you, like they're pay-to-play, uh pay or play deals. And that means that like influencers are doing like these under-the-table like deals with these brands where they get paid to like. Mention them, but it's not a real brand deal. And they like, we'll do all this stuff in X, Y, and Z. <laughs> they respond to the person. I was like, that's not what pay or play means. Like, that's like traditionally like an industry acting term where, like, you're, if you get paid per episode, but they don't use you, they still have to pay you for the work that you've done. And like, it also applies like content creation. So if you like film, edit a video and you do all of that according to like the contract and the terms, and then they decide they want to change what that is or they don't want to move forward with it, like, they still have to pay you for the work that you did. And I was saying, I was like, I just in general, I don't trust like professionals. Like I don't trust like medical doctor, like dermatologists and stuff specifically. I trust gynecologists who make TikTok videos about like access to things or even like doctors were like, here's what to look for for skin cancer. But when it's like an aesthetic dermatology where it's like mostly about injectables and skincare and all of that, I'm like, why would said medical professional want to, they're like othering themselves from other influencers because I'm a professional. I'm like, but you're also othering yourself from your like medical peers. Why? Yeah. That's that is sketchy to me. Like,
1: why? There's one woman that like judges people's skincare routines. That's like she's a dermatologist, but and she was judging someone that has flawless skin and like going through this isn't good for this isn't good. I was like, but it's good for her face. So, why are you criticizing her?
0: I think it is so odd and backwards when like medical, well, they will do that because they're like, well, everybody's like listening to these influencers and I'm going to tell you blah, 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 blah. I'm like, but you're also then simultaneously becoming an influencer. And then we're also just to just listen to you when right. I expect medical professionals, especially to be much more like obvious with saying like, please, this is not medical advice. Please seek like the help of your own professional mm-hmm. dermatologist, your own like primary care physician, like any of those things. That's what I think like as like content creators, like you should say when it comes to things like talk to your doctor about this, do this, this and this this.
1: works specifically for me. It doesn't mean that it'll work for you.
0: And you're actually more likely to take the advice from a medical professional who should not be giving like medical advice to people who aren't their patients. You don't know their like skin conditions and stuff. And I think there's a way to do it like ethically. But I think it's just really odd when they other themselves from like Influencers. I'm like, but you spend all day making TikToks and like Instagram reels. What do you do? When do you do your practice? Mm-hmm. Like, this just feels like you're using this. Yeah. It's just odd. Anyways, let's take a break. Woo! <laughs>
1: with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy delicious shake and they also have 3 tins 4 shake flavor starter kit which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. It's only the beginning. We both like a a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much
0: can't wait and we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor and we know y'all are already going to love this plus we've been recommended this so many times mm-hmm. so i uh, we we've already got fans in you try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code petals that is your first book $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code petals We're back from our break. (laughs) And now it's time for our segment. But am I wrong? Where we each pitch either a hot take or something currently happening in our lives. And, you know, we'll ask the other one. Hi, am I wrong? And then we'll ask all of you.
1: All right. So mine is a hot take this week. And it is on people filming other people that they don't know just in public. I hate this trend so much. It's like, people somebody will be filming somebody and they'll be like and it's just like two people enjoying their lives and they're like find these people blow this up maybe they don't want to be found maybe this was just a a moment yeah or maybe this was just a moment between the two of them that they Mm -hmm. don't want other people to like essentially get clout on yeah and then there's also those ones where people like Will film somebody that they find attractive. That's like their waiter, or somebody, or just random person at the airport. And they're like, that's so "I'm in love." With somebody with that doesn't even know who I. I forgot what song it is that usually plays under it, like on TikTok. And then they're like, "Find this person." And I'm like, "One, if you find them attractive, just go up to them and talk to them. Like, you again want to get clout online for everyone to know that look at this hot person." that I haven't talked to. Two, you don't know this person's relationship situation. You don't know if they're married. You don't know if they're dating someone. Don't like, know if
0: they're a serial killer. you don't know if
1: they're, Maybe you, don't know if Army they're Hammer. you don't know if they're, uh, you don't know if they're not even interested in you. And then you're putting them in this awkward situation because everybody's like, find them, find them. And then they do find them usually because the internet just makes us all closer together. And a lot of times the people are just uncomfortable about it (laughs) because it pushes out to your area. Like when you post something, if you're posting the location, it's going to be pushed out to other people that live near you. That's mortifying. That's horrifying. And then there's also like people that'll do it. Like it'll be someone like that might be in a compromising situation, not like in a like. Yeah, sexually compromised but like they might be like struggling with mm-hmm. doing something and instead of like going to help them you're filming them and then putting it up and saying oh look at them this is just so sad yeah again clout like go help them if you really care that much
0: it's just weird it's weird i will say some people do those like trends of like oh my gosh it's like cute guy and like you look on their page and it's literally their husband and you're like what but then you're also making people if people don't know that then they're like oh i should film this and (laughs) i'm gonna say something that's so mean but if you think that someone is hot in real life and you film them instead of like going up to like hit on them maybe this is not a match like if you need to literally hide behind a screen i do not think that's before like getting like i'm gonna let you know right now i think if you're gonna post someone online as opposed to talking to them I think, and this is not, a, I'm not saying like you're ugly, but like maybe, maybe, just maybe if you don't even have the confidence to go up to them in person to hit on them, then maybe you sh- should not post them online and think that they are going to be like, that was hot. Because it's bullying. It is and a form creepy. of bullying. They because, saw you. Yes. And it's like, so why would you put me online to have talk to me? Because
1: now you've got all these other people that are like hyping you up. And then when they don't reciprocate it, it's like everybody's bullying them to reciprocate what just happened. And it's like, I'm not interested in yeah, that. And person. like some
0: people might be shy, but other times yeah. it's like, yeah, I saw you. Yeah. And I wasn't into you. It's, it's just weird. So weird. Like that's so, so, so weird. Like go back to like, whatever it is. Like do did like misconnections, whatever. Like, Oh, yeah. I saw someone ke-. like do that. Like have that some. used to be big anonymous. on uh, uh, Craigslist. The f- Dude, I hear shit about cra- like when I'm like. First of all, at this point in my life, I'm like Facebook Marketplace offer up. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. even we're venturing past, on Craigslist. Craigslist. But when but I that was hear a people talk thing about things, also like the like the classifieds for like something like you go for like to find dates. That's used to like
1: how I used to like find roommates was cra- That's how I found my roommate that I, I had so. before.
0: Yeah, but that's the place where you'd go to find yeah. roommates. Now that's where you go to find like an infested mattress. Yeah. Would you like a mattress with bed bugs? Uh, You are not wrong at all. I also hate it so much. And I think it's so weird. The only thing I will say is I think if you see a couple, presumed couple, even a family, if you see someone who is having like a cute moment, you see someone getting proposed to and you want to pull your phone out or you there's a really cute, like something really cute and you end up catching it in the background of something, that's fine. When you then go, go up it. to that couple and say, Hey, sorry to interrupt. I actually got a picture of you too. Like, I didn't, like, you were just, I thought it was really sweet. I can airdrop it to you if you would like, blah, blah, blah. That's it. But yeah. like, posting online is just, again, like you said, it's just for clout because you saw that person in real life. Like, you had an opportunity and instead of taking that opportunity, you took it online. Yep. And it's gross and weird. Please stop. And it, uh, yeah, I also just like legally, um, especially for people who try to be like content creators, you can't do that. Like, In general, like, you shouldn't be posting people without their permission, but I think it's become so lax that lots of people think that they can, like, make YouTube content Mm -hmm. without people's permission and just being in the background. Like, that you can get in actual trouble, especially when you start making money from it. Like, it's one thing to post it. Like, that's not ethically correct, but it is a whole other legal implication when you're being paid for the content that you're making and other people have not consented to, like, their name and likeness Mm -hmm. or… Even just their image yeah. being there.
1: There's only one man that I like that does this, but he blurs people's faces out, is that he films, like, street vendors mm-hmm. here in L.A. And he uses, like, and he'll then, like, cl- like does, like, GoFundMes. Yeah. And then, like, he'll find that street vendor again and be like, hey, I want to buy this. And they'll like, okay, here you go. And then he gives them $1,000. Yeah, But he blurs their faces out.
0: Yeah, I I appreciate that. Yeah, like and he I,
1: uses it to get money for donations, but that's it.
0: And also, like, you can ask people. Like, lots yeah. of people are totally fine being yeah. in that. Like I, like, I see some, like, street photographers who do, like, video outfits yeah. and stuff. And then they ask people, and the people who don't want to be in it, like, they'll crop the photo. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes people will say that they prefer their faces to be blurred, and then they'll blur the faces. Like, yeah. it's just, it's you can't have other people's, like non-consent. Yeah, they I, have to consent I, I, Yeah, to exactly. It. Like at their expense, like it's not for your content. You can't yeah. do that. So you're not wrong at all. My, but am I wrong? It is like a, a hot take. And I want to say that it is also somewhat kind of a wrong of the week because it does involve literal like things and entities and some people. But the overarching thing is, first of all, I think I've, I don't know if I've ever done like this exact sentence, but just as a blanket statement, as a disclaimer, before I get into this, cancel culture does not exist. I do not believe cancel culture exists in the way that we describe it. Yeah, canceling accountability feels a whole lot like canceling when you've never been held accountable for anything in your life. Like if you want to talk about the true people who have been canceled, it's victims of Harvey Weinstein who were kicked out of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, it is any. Any black actor or entertainer who has made like a small singular to be fair, mostly women. Because like my mind went to Chris Brown, but like there are sometimes like where people like the the expectations for what you hold someone to, and then it's like oh this person like we're immediately canceling them. They like can't do anything after that.
1: But, but there's still people that get through. I mean, like even Bill Clinton, not Bill Clinton. I mean, yes, Bill Clinton, but even Bill Cosby. Yeah. Like can still he's still doing stand up.
0: So the difference to me is like there are certain groups of people who are held to a much higher expectation, much higher standard. So like the form of cancellation that they meet and they like whatever it's accountability, whether we feel like it's justified or not. It's always the reactions are always going to be way larger than they are for like white people, like literally killing people or like eating them. Like it's just like it's very, very extreme. But there will always be people who are advocating for said person and not out of, like, the goodness of their heart or because they, like, love their, them. It's because a lot of the time people will stand for people who have committed sexual assault because they're also predators. Like, yep. that is—so cancel culture does not exist because you can't actually be canceled from anything. Like, it's not like you can be deleted as a human being. It just means like, oh, you might have to work harder for these opportunities. You might not be given the same platform and opportunities, but like you might get fired from your job because of this does not, that's also what, if if you want to talk about private businesses, like that's their right, but you can get another job. It might not be the same. You might be taking a downgrade in your life, but that's not canceling. Like canceling is something ending and like your life isn't ending. Like Mm -hmm. your lifestyle might be changing. And so just knowing that I don't believe cancel, cancel culture exists there is a time for like accountability culture, which is, you know, learning from your mistakes, trying to improve. And my hot take is sometimes accountability culture is self-cancellation. Sometimes what you need to do is to learn and improve is to shut down what you have previously done, recognize it as a mistake. This didn't work, goodbye, as opposed to rebranding it. And the specific thing I'm talking about is Weight Watchers Cut your fucking losses. You have caused so much trauma. You've caused so much more irreversible trauma for people than people you've helped. And at that point, trying to rebrand everything as like a, oh no, it's not like that anymore. Like, we're better than that. I'm like, oh, I thought like two years ago you launched a dieting app for children. Huh. Okay. No, no. Okay. You know, mistake now. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And it just like, Infuriates me that they're hiding beneath the whole, like, you know what, we're learning and we're growing and we're changing. And when you're just being like less bad, slightly less bad over and over and over again, and the consequences of this are like, first of all, irreversible like health issues, like you're caught, like mass amounts of like anorexia, eating disorders, with, like people who are like using your app and all of this. That is way too high of stakes for you to be like, it's messy, but we're learning along the way. No, uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. You need to stop. You fucked up. This is... And also just like the 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 term Weight Watchers is triggering for so many people. You've been around for a really long time. You had your run. You made your money. You want to do something better now? Do something better. Take the time. Don't rebrand it to like WW or whatever. It just infuriates me. There's an influencer who did a brand deal with Weight Watchers. And when I saw it on my feed, I'm, I'm not like friends with this person. They keep company of people who... You know, I'm like, I, I, I this, I I don't want to say I wasn't, I was surprised or I wasn't surprised, but it's not like if I saw you or so, like a close friend post something that I would be like, whoa, what? You know. Imagine th- me. I would be like, were you hacked? Like. oh, well. So. They've approached me to do a brand deal before. They've
1: approached us to advertise on the podcast. Yeah.
0: And I'm like, no, it's not happening. Like, oh, we're different now. I'm like, no, it's not. It's but just also, not like, happening. What
1: would you talk like, about? So for that's the-
0: a bigger. That's one of the things I have a massive issue with is that like this person, you know, is also a, a small person. Um, They've gone into like a, a health and fitness journey for the last like year or so that has never been a part of Weight Watchers and never has mentioned anything about that and has like really strive to, when they speak about like their health, quote unquote, fitness transformation, that it's not about weight. It's not about size. It's about feeling strong and all of this. And then to align themselves with like an incredibly problematic brand. And if that wasn't like enough, like, you know, it's to be fair, I think like if you're going to take a brand deal, you need to know the like repercussions of it. Like there's an, I can't imagine anybody who gets that brand deal in their inbox and is like, oh, yeah, this is a no-brainer. This is a solid yes. Like, no, I I, I hope and I, I know people that like you you mull things over. You like you know, like, what is the risk of this? What is the reward of this? Like, it does this align with me? Does this not? And I think there are some times and it it's completely fine if you want to accept a brand deal from a company that some people might consider controversial, as long as it aligns with your own personal ethics, beliefs and morals and the image that you have portrayed online. Also, at the same time, if it's not the image you portrayed online, but it is who you are, I think, take it. Let your viewers know. <laughs> like, let your viewers know who you really are. So she posted this and her audience was like rightfully very upset and they were airing their grievances, which again, I think is, your, I there's no way that you cannot be prepared for that. Like, that is not like a shocking thing. This isn't like a brand new thing. This has been like a conversation for a very long time. And when you have an audience of like predominantly like young women, I think it's really important to be like, delicate and careful with how you handle things talking about weight and diet culture, especially because a lot of influencers can inadvertently promote unhealthy and unrealistic like body expectations and standards with their content. And then you can also do it like very deliberately with a partnership like this. And then the CEO gets in the comments and starts replying to people defending about all of this. Mm. And one quote that I cannot get over was responding to someone who had said that like this had, had caused a really unhealthy relationship with food. But then like, even people are saying their current app when they like downloaded it and like with where they were, their goals or activity level was asking them to basically under eat by like 50% of the calories they should be eating a day. Like it's probably Because they don't
1: do the way that Weight Watchers presents it is that they don't do calorie counting. They do their points, which is essentially calorie oh, yes. counting. But if you're someone that isn't sitting and actually like sitting down and analyzing what it is as far as like calories and putting it into like another app to see how many actual calories you're eating that day, then you don't know.
0: And it's vilifying entire food groups yeah. of things of being like, these are like high points, bad, low points, good. So You're making safe foods and trigger foods, which are that those are those are eating disorder terms. Like mm-hmm. those are just that's what happens. And so it's creating those tendencies under the idea of like diet. So she responded to someone's comment and said, "I don't know when diet became a four letter word." And I was like, "Wow. What?" I'm want to I mean actually let me double check that that was the word she said cuz it was either like weight, health or diet, but I think it was diet. Then has all of the people from like who work at the company then in the comments replying and like defending and doing all of this stuff about like how we're so different now. I'm like, but you're not. You're literally replying to people who've said that this app and like this program has caused me irreversible body image issues. And like I've been dealing with anorexia, bulimia, all of these things throughout my entire life since I was a child and I was brought onto doing this. And you're telling me that like, no, 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 we're different now. We're different now. And it's like, no, no, you caused irreversible damage and harm. And now looking at your program, you've aligned yourself with someone who has never once mentioned that they do this. You've also aligned yourself with someone who's already pretty much at the point that they've said they wanted to be in their fitness journey. Mm -hmm. Like you've aligned yourself with someone who is a quote unquote after. And that's like what you're, you're standing for where it's like, well, how am I even going to, not only is this like not like, not something that you can maintain and statistically and studies have shown that like, no, you don't maintain it with the way that they're, having you do this with your, whether it's like your weight or your health or anything, it is not consistent. It's not something you can continue on forever without continuing to have a poor relationship with your body and food. But then you're like arguing that with people who have sharing their experience, yet you're claiming that you are different now. And it's just like, yeah. sometimes accountability means removing the issue totally. Mm-hmm. And like, that's it. Like, and whether that's like in a friendship where it's like, okay, I fucked up and i don't need to like put someone else through me attempting to do better. It's cut off. Like you not everybody. Like if you've had the opportunity to learn and grow great. And if you haven't, or you haven't done it at like a speed that is shown that there's been like clear intent to do that and to change, or if you've tried a couple times and hasn't worked, or if the actual trying and like the issue that you have caused Is really large. No. No. You can learn. On your own time. Off this. Not on anybody else's dime. And like not as like. Oh we're going to mess up sometimes. No. No. No.
1: You've been around too long. And there's professionals that exist. That you aren't actually. I used to work at. uh, It's problematic. And I've talked about it before. But I Mm -hmm. worked at a weight loss place. But it was presented in a way that like. Science backed and like this is like I had a biology degree and somebody else there also had a biology. Actually, like three other people there had biology degrees as well. But we weren't being trained by anyone that worked in the medical field. It was just here's a different meal plans depending on where people's weights Mm -hmm. align in this, and then they have to stick to this strictly. And if they don't, then their contracts void. And it was basically keto but like worse it was before because we would like measure to see if people were in ketosis Mm -hmm. the things that we were doing were not medically sound yeah and when I realized that I quit
0: yeah and I have a lot which might be surprising to some people (laughs) I have a lot of empathy for people and their relationship with food and diet culture for people before the internet is where it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I think about that a lot. Like, statistically, the most, the, the way that most people are developing eating disorders is from their mothers. And their mothers developed eating disorders from their mothers. And like, it is just this constant thing. And now we have information. Yeah. Now we have all that, similar to like smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Like, now we actually have the information. And we're one of like the earliest generations who can actually change that. Right. And we can actually empower ourselves and literally change our thought process so we don't. Put that generational trauma onto our children, and that is something that like I'm much more understanding of of people who learned that like when we didn't have the access to said information, but now we do. Mm-hmm. And not only do we have the access to information, we have a platform. You have access to everyone else's information that they know, and being like, "Hey, I actually heard about this, this, and this." Like, it's just a web of information, which you know, as is an issue in itself, you have to like figure out what's right and what's wrong but it's so much easier now than it was. And I hate that people are asking for the same amount of like grace that we allotted people yeah. where that information wasn't readily available. Yeah.
1: Yep. Agree. Because even when I was working at that place, that was over 10 years ago at this point. And it was very, because we asked people to keep like diaries of what they're eating and people would like, Share like their emotional stories, but we were like trained that you shouldn't be spending more than ten minutes with this person. Get them in, get them out, sell them products. That was the thing, and I was like, I didn't like it, and it made me feel gross. And then when I realized how awful it was, Mm -hmm. then I quit and like, well, I just didn't show up anymore. Um, That's quitting. (laughs) Yeah, it's quitting. You Uh, ghosted your job. I did, but the information. Once I learned the information, yeah. then that changed my relationship with how I dealt with things.
0: And as it as it should be, like, I don't know why we need to, like, double down on an industry that has like profited off of like making women specifically like feel really bad about their bodies and developing like lifelong health issues and mental health struggles with it. So the actual clarification is when did weight loss become a four letter word when you
1: do it in an unhealthy way and the reasons behind it?
0: And even just, like, the terminology, like, they kept saying that, like, you know, she's choosing this path, and, like, we're so happy. and She was and they're, like, already
1: there without Weight Watchers. Yeah,
0: playing. yeah. And also, like, when you're when you're saying, like, you know, this, is, this isn't for everybody, but, like, she's gotten, like, so, like, she's doing X, Y, and, like, she's doing so great. We couldn't be more happy that she chose this path. And I'm like, but then you're valuing one path over another. Mm-hmm. Like, there is, I, I, I truly think that, like, in terms of speaking about, quote, unquote, health and like weight and diets and all of that when people are like well how are we supposed to talk about it in a way that's like not problematic when you have a degree yep and not like just a medical doctor because medical doctors are incredibly fat phobic but like when you've done the research for like to to be informed about this like i don't think that at this point i don't think that you are born with like the oh no I don't I don't see I don't have an internalized fat phobia like you have to like learn all of that stuff like no no at this point I think we're all born with that like we have to unlearn it you don't yeah. learn it like, you have to just seek it out of
1: the it's just normal now
0: exactly like you don't see fat people on tv in a positive light maybe in the last couple years it's been more but even still you're not seeing like a true representation of like bodies you're not seeing all of that stuff you're not seeing that in everyday life like And how people make comments about things, like not seeing like larger sizes in stores or mannequins. Like it's just, it's just how the world is. So like, you can't feign this ignorance. It's like, oh, well, I didn't know. It's like, no, no, you're, whether you're a passive or an active participant in like fat phobia and diet culture, like you're a participant. Like you have to unlearn it. Like just don't speak about it in general. Yep. The same thing, I feel the same thing about like what I eat in a day videos, like all of those things I just like are really problematic. And I also give people grace because I'm like, I always assume someone has, I don't, I never assume someone does not have body image issues or eating issues. Like, I assume everybody does. And so, like, when I see.
1: Pretty much everyone does.
0: Exactly. And, like, if I see someone making that content, I'm not thinking they're intentionally trying to trigger other people. I'm thinking they're probably, you know, dealing with that themselves. And I don't engage in said content, nor do I consume said content. But we've made this so, like, normal, this, like, wellness health thing that, like, it makes people comfortable to do these things because they also think they're an exception. Like, oh, well, I don't have issues with this. Like, you probably do.
1: And also people use it as a way to hold themselves accountable. But I don't think it's holding yourself accountable. It's, and this might be controversial, but you feel like if you don't share these things, then you'll be, you'll feel shame for not sharing it because it makes you still continue because you're getting praise from what you do.
0: Exactly, and like you just need to exist as an influencer, exist within your body. Be honest about the medical proceed, like the the cosmetic procedures you've gotten. Don't be, don't lie about like your life and like how you attain like what you look like physically. But if you have an unhealthy relationship with food, then keep it offline. Like that's just what it is. Like and that is, there is no way to put anything like that out that is so damaging to the masses without people attacking you and without people coming to your defense. And that's just like a really unhealthy cycle to be a part of. And sometimes accountability is, self, is self-cancellation. self And that's the most accountable you can be. But that's not the most accountable bottom dollar. That's the thing. They don't want to give up the money it's not actually about. It's what they can get away with at what point in time. Yeah hate it, hate it, hate it. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50
0: Bitches are back.
1: All right. So this is the portion of the show where y'all write in for, but are you wrong? You write in, share things in your life that's going on. And just like the other parts of the show we vote on, if you're wrong or not. Also, please, when you're writing in, please don't ask us if you're wrong about feeling something. Give us a specific thing within your question that you're.
0: Yeah. Keep it under 300 words mm-hmm. and send it to but am pod at gmail.com. Pronouns if you want to. Please always include ages. And if you're going to, like, name people, it's all anonymous. Just pick fake names. Don't pick any other system of identifying people. Because if you get, do numbers or just initials, we, we get, get confused. confused. And I know people like to do it for, like, TV show names. But if you're going to do that, like, at least make the relationships of said names make sense. Because, like, there was one that was, like, Gilmore Girlsy, but it was, like, that would not make sense. Yeah,
1: because I was, like, in this from that show, you like, and you're, like, like,
0: yeah, but, but, like,
1: like, gross.
0: Yeah, like, incest kind of. So, like, don't do that.
1: Hi, Eminem. Love both the pods. They have brought a lot of light to a dark time for me. I, 29, she, her, broke up with my ex, 29, they, them, about a month ago. We dated almost five years, and my ex was controlling and manipulative, So it took me a long time to leave. About four years ago, we adopted a dog together. And that is the reason why I am writing to you. Let's call her Peanut, fake name.
0: (laughs) Yeah, please always make sure to include your bag. And (laughs) And this is not the
1: first Peanut that we've had either. Even though we adopted her together, Peanut quickly became my responsibility. I took her on all her walks, bought her food, took her to the vet, and paid all the vet bills. My name is the only name on the adoption papers. After we broke up, my ex started constantly posting on social media about how much they miss Peanut. I am assuming to try to make me feel bad for taking her. I have since blocked them. I know my ex does miss Peanut though, as they did have a strong connection, so I do feel guilty about that. It never crossed my mind to leave the dog with my ex. I love Peanut too much to even consider that. Some friends and family members I have spoken to have suggested it might be fair to let my ex see Peanut sometimes, maybe to do a joint custody situation. Is shared custody a thing people do for dogs? Am I wrong for not letting my ex see our dog every now and again?
0: Peanut has a single mom.
1: Yeah, you're on the adoption papers. I don't know if uh it's a cust- if that's something that people do for custody, you'd have to consult a lawyer on that, but as far as like if this person was toxic in your life and you do not want to have contact with them and they're manipulative, I do not think that you granting joint custody with this dog is fair to you. And it's also not fair to the dog because dogs like remember things and being in different environments. Do affect them. And if this person isn't like a constant in your, in your life. Or like if they're taking them on the weekends. It's not going to be good for the dog either. So I don't think you're wrong in this situation. Also you paid for all the vet; You were financially responsible for the dog.
0: Like you're the primary caregiver. Yeah. And so, so no. No. And also like how your ex treated you. Is... I also like, you know, it's a lot stickier when it comes to kids because there are, you know, like legal obligations and there are, I think, larger moral obligations when it comes to like, you know, a child growing up wanting to know you whatever. like I, I can understand that. But I also like my kind of blanket statement. I'm like, if you treated me like shit, why am I supposed to believe that you're going to treat other people well when like we were in a relationship for this long? Like we really, quote unquote, cared about each other. You didn't treat me well, and you also, like, were not a primary caregiver of this Mm -hmm. dog. So, like, why then would I do joint custody of this dog with you when, like, when we were together and I could see that you weren't helping or doing anything? Now I can't even see that. So, like, there's no accountability, and, like, that's just, like, so much anxiety. Some people do joint custody for dogs after breakups, but it only works if it's amicable, and it's, like, two people who have had, like, You know, got the dog together Mm -hmm. and had the dog for a long time. Exactly. And you can count on that person and also someone that you are fine with being in your life for an extended period of time past this. Like, I also think a lot of the time people who do joint custody with their pets, it's because, you know, it's starting to, it's end, it's breadcrumbing the end of that relationship. And it's easier to kind of have something that's like, oh, it's an excuse to remain friends and to still talk because there's still so much love there. We're just not in love with each other. It's not for these situations. Mm-hmm. I've had friends who've been together who've had pets and have broken up and it wasn't necessarily super toxic on either end and it was a conversation about who was going to have said pet and it wasn't always the person who originally had it it was the person who you know had the connection that it was like this is this will ch- this is not having the dog is going to hurt you in life more than it's going to hurt me Mm -hmm. and that's what I think it is it's like it's who cares for the dog and who
1: take care it's not like care as in like a feeling oh no no yeah Yeah. who
0: who who takes care of said dog and in the relationship that you had with this person like who is this dog meaning more for and this dog is meaning more for you and you also care for it and the relationship sucked
1: yeah so they can get another dog
0: yeah Some friends and family members have suggested it might be fair. No, That's to me, I'm like, you're not my friend. No. And we're no longer family. Like, you are a stranger to me. Like, what do you mean? No. What do you mean? In the words of Justin Bieber, you're not wrong. Okay. Hi, Eminem. First off, I want to say I'm so glad you have a second podcast together. Thank you. We are also very glad. I've always enjoyed DBM, don't blame me, especially when it was just you two and now that you do it both together, it makes me so happy. Anyways, I, she, her, wanted to ask if I'm in the wrong for asking my husband, he, him, to leave a family wedding early with me. The wedding ends at 12 a.m. and I would like to go home between 10 and 11 p.m. Normally for events, I just leave early by myself because I go to bed early. I also don't drink and don't like being around drunk people for long. But in this instance, his ex-girlfriend will be there. I trust him as he says he doesn't care about her as they dated 10 years ago. However, I don't trust her as she had randomly messaged him out of the blue a few months ago asking how he was. He responded saying he wishes her well, but that essentially she should focus on her husband and kids and then blocked her. My husband agreed to my request to leave early, but he said he is sad that this is the only time in a while he will get to be partying with all of his family and his friends that he doesn't see often. Am I wrong for asking him to leave the same time as me? Thank you. XO, XO, honestly think yes.
1: Agree. Agree. I was wondering if we were going (laughs) to have opposite opinions for this. I
0: live to leave early. I love leaving anything early. I love leaving a wedding early. Like I love leaving absolutely, except my house. (laughs) I love leaving. everything early. But I'm the good kind of person who leaves early, which is like, it sounds like that's how you have before where I'm like, I'm gonna dip out. Like, I've literally left clubs, which is not safe. I've left clubs in Vegas by myself because I'm like, I'm I'm done. Ooh. I know. No, 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 not super safe. It I was okay. I wouldn't recommend anyone else doing that. But I am fine like leaving alone, especially when it's a situation where it's like, if I'm safe to leave by myself, then yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna leave and do my own thing. You keep partying, have a good time. That's also how a lot of my friends like got to know each other. It's how like Lily and Kyle became friends because I used to like dip, like. YouTube VidCon parties then they would just hang out. So I think that in this instance, like you're saying that you trust your husband, but you don't trust her. But I think, you know, that doesn't, that is kind of irrelevant unless you have like a, do you know what I mean? Like you trust him and that's like all that matters. Like if you think that she's physically dangerous to his well-being, I think that he would probably also think that and he clearly has set up this boundary with her that, like, do you not think that he's physically safe there? Because that's, like, the difference. I'm, like, if you don't trust someone to, like, make a move, basically, <laughs> you, you have to do that consensually or not. And then do you think she's, like, a physical... Like, do you think she's a threat? And I think if that's the case and you think that he's in an unsafe situation, I think that that should be expressed. But it doesn't sound like that's what it is. It just sounds like you, you, you say that you trust him, but... You maybe you trust him maybe when he's not drinking and you know Yeah. but I don't know is her her husband probably also going to the wedding there's
1: I, also other friends there for accountability and family for accountability but I don't if you trust him I don't think that this is this should be an issue cuz it really sounds like that you don't trust him yeah if I was your husband I would feel weird about like you trying to control me in this way when for a ten-year-old relationship, yeah, a relationship that's been over for a long time, and this woman, yeah, she is in the wrong, like the other yeah, woman, and yeah, it's come on now, like God. ten years ago, and you're married with kids, and you're messaging
0: on like I don't know Facebook, I'm assuming. Yeah,
1: that's what what I felt too. Yeah, I'm um, I'm sorry, but like he wants to hang out with his family and friends, then that's what he should be doing. And you shouldn't be trying to hold him back from that.
0: You need to have more confidence, like, in this. Like, I think there are times, like, where it's like, oh, no, well, I trust him, but I don't trust her. That is just insecurity speaking. Mm -hmm. And it's either you don't trust him or you're, like, Oh, well, I'm picturing that she's going to this, this, and this. Why do we think that these other women are like these sex pot, massive threats to relationships in that way? Like you bring so much to the table. Like, what do you think that she's going to do in an instance that is then going to override his boundary he's already put up and the fact that you trust him? Like what in the world could she even do? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, so I think like you have to think about it in that sense. Cause Like if you don't trust him after all this time, Based on a Facebook message that she he already blocked her with. If if your man Aunt told
1: you about it, if
0: your man is going to cheat on you with his ex girlfriend from ten years at a family wedding where fr- mo- like mutual friends and family will be present, including her husband, then he's already cheated on you. But yeah. if he's going to do that, like it's one of those extreme situations that like if you need to prevent this situation from happening, there's more like you you don't like mm-hmm. that's trust is knowing it is not taking someone out of a situation that you think they're going to perform how you, like, want them to. It's letting that situation happen and knowing that they did perform that way and trusting them when they say that that's how yeah. it happened. Yeah. You can't trust anyone without, like, freedom and agency.
1: So we either get over it or stay there.
0: Yeah. I do think you're in the wrong for asking him to leave the same time as you and... Especially like, planning it ahead of time, I think that also just like adds like resentment mm-hmm. to it. so it's just if you want to leave, leave, but I do also think that leaving early because she's there, <laughs> I don't mean to sound like a petty bitch, but that doesn't make put you in it doesn't make you look like the most confident, strong person, and that's okay. You don't always have to be confident. you don't always have to be strong, but that is your own personal journey. You can't like bring someone with you in that, right. Like, can you take her? Like, how, what is she? Like, is she, like, an MMA fighter? Like, at what, what point? You just walk up to her before you leave and go. Yeah.
1: And just walk out.
0: You just, like, get a nanny cam, like a little teddy bear, and you just stick it there? Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Sorry, but you're wrong. I'm sorry. All right. Now we're on to But Are They Wrong, A.K. Rachel of the Week, a.k.a. Wote of the Week. And this is where we pick somebody in the real world who is... The worst of the worst.
0: Hell yeah.
1: Who do you have? This week I have Alan Rothstein. And he is a landlord in Las Vegas. And he made a uh, Section 8 tenant sign a sex contract.
0: Oh, oh my you did not <laughs> like the way that was just. So quick, you could yeah. see on my face the absolute, like I think I just had sh- like visible shivers. What the
1: fuck? Yeah, so he um, is currently on trial over the alleged violation of the Fair Housing Act for Discrimination, Harassment, and Wrongful Eviction. He said that he did this to protect himself, but I haven't, I didn't read the court transcripts. I don't understand how this would protect himself. And so, in case you don't know what Section Eight is, Section Eight is a federal government program for assisting low-income families, the disabled, and elderly to afford housing. And so, participants can choose housing that meets the requirements requirements of the program and receive housing vouchers to help with rental costs. And so, you may be wondering, like, why would this person sign this to begin with? Well, they're a single mother of five that were living in their car. And he knew this and he took advantage of it. So um, she never actually had sex with him. And so he had her evicted because of that. And so what he had her sign was called, the title of the document was called Direct Consent Consent for Sexual and or Oral Sex in a separate Action: The Nevada real estate division investigated the allegations back in April, and on May twelfth, they revoked his uh, broker and property manager license and fined him more than ninety-four thousand dollars.
0: Not enough, but okay. Wow, you know this is actually not, sadly, a very rare thing. I haven't heard about the contracts, which also, I the audacity of these some people and their lack of knowledge of the legal system yeah. that you think
1: he just googled it and pulled it off google like It's not legally binding it's not legally binding which is why they're in
0: court. yeah like you're why would you go to the like trouble mm-hmm. of getting a legal document that is literally by nature cannot be uh, held legally out like yeah. it's not legally binding and that's
1: why we have things like HUD that exists like the housing of urban development and also section 8 like you can't do this and the Fair Housing Act as well. Like,
0: you yeah. can't do this. No, and you also can't have a written form of, like, consent for, like, s- sex. Yeah. Ahead of, like It's not how consent, like, yeah. works. And you're
1: take, trying to take advantage of this woman
0: that was living in her car with five children. This was, like, relatively common. So at the beginning of COVID, when it was, like, the housing shit mm-hmm. was, like, really hitting the fan, I remember seeing, like, a bunch of TikToks and even, like, articles of people who, like, their landlords were, they, were like, were texting their landlords asking about COVID relief and, like, if, you know, like, delayed on rent payments, I lost my job or whatever. And all these fucking landlords in text messages, like, you can pay me other ways. And it was, like, holy shit. Holy fucking shit. Like, this was incredibly uncomfortable situations that people were put in that, you know, at a certain point that when there is, like, zero housing available and this is where you are at and this is, like, the place that you're in, If you say no, am I going to get evicted and then Mm -hmm. I'm going to be homeless? I'm not going to have a place to live. Like, and it's literally people and landlords who are already scum of the earth, taking advantage of people in situations where they know that they are essentially kind of powerless and, like, they can't say no and that's when, like, you're doing, like, these egregious fucking things. Mm -hmm. I hope she gets so much money. She will. So Like, this is, like, people
1: are, like, her lawyer, when she, oh, when, yeah, when, when they heard about this, literally laughed and said, You found this on Google and you thought that this was going to be like, and what are you, again, what was he protecting himself from?
0: <laughs> Men truly think that if they have a legal contract that says, like, we consent mm-hmm. to have sex, then, like, their whole fear of, like, some girl is just going to, like, decide after we had sex that, like, it wasn't consensual and, like, I raped her. And I'm like, oh, maybe it was not consensual. Right. So, like, they, they think that that legally binding, like, that literally, like, the Dom from the vlog squad had contracts for girls to sign when there's, and I was like, you can't do that because you can't, cons- you don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. in sex. Like it is a, it is a, 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 an active participant activity and it's involves and requires constant consent. Right. Not just like a one and done thing. Wow. 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 People, I bet you already people have reached out to her for life rights for, Um, film and TV and book.
1: And I hope she gets all the coins.
0: I hope she gets all the money in the fucking world and I oh my god I really hope like if that was if I was a kid and that was like my parent like I would be so unbelievably proud that they had like the strength and the courage Mm -hmm. to like pursue criminal charges for that because like that shit happens and like people like you know are in a situation where they either don't know that that's like incredibly legal or they don't feel safe or they're in a compromised position where they like do follow through with that stuff and then there's I mean on both ends there's a lot of shame and so a lot of people like don't say like Mm -hmm. go out with that and I think like I don't think everybody needs to report like every bad thing that happens to them it's people who are in a position where they can they feel like emotionally financially also like capable and ready to do that but for every person who does that there's so many other people who haven't and like it makes these like, literally, like federal changes, you uh-huh. know, it's like yeah, to protect it makes that the stuff.
1: precedence for it.
0: Yeah. So, wow. <sighs> Landlords, if, if they couldn't get any worse. Right. Okay. My wrong of the week is the conservative dating app. Oh, yeah. I, I decim- definitely when need I to saw talk about this. I laughed when I saw the ads. It is so funny. So, I'm going to read mostly excerpts from an Instagram account that I absolutely love from Matt, XIV, Matt Bernstein on Instagram. Absolutely, absolutely love him. So uh, it's a new conservative-only dating app launches. And there is this promo video. And <laughs> this is why, as a white blonde girl, I constantly need to make my political stance shown because I look at this and I go, of course you could mix me up with, this is my crowd. This is... These are the birds of a feather. You put me in a sorority pledge class? (laughs) One and the same. So the app is backed by a $1.5 million investment from Peter Phil, a gay billionaire and conservative activist. However, Peter will not be able to use the app because it is only for straight people. The app is currently focused on heterosexual relationships, says co-founder Daniel Huff. And it is literally called The Right Stuff. I cannot deal so you build your profile fun fact not wanting kids on the app is not an option to pick <sighs> so it's want kids open to kids I have kids or I'm not sure yet they launched this fall and I don't know I kind of think it's a great idea
1: I thought when I saw it, I thought it was a joke because Me too. in the same way that when I first saw an ad for Theranos, I thought that was actually a joke because it looks like it was shot by the same people.
0: <laughs> when I saw an ad for Theranos, I was after all of like the shit had come out about it. And I was like, oh, is this like promoting that? Th- I genuinely thought that it was a satire of the original video. And then I looked, through, I was like, oh, no, this is the real <laughs> I. What do you think, though? Like, do you like I kind of am here for it. Yeah.
1: Get them off the other apps. Put
0: them up elsewhere. Here's the thing, though. They are going to be sorely disappointed because 99% of what gets conservatives rocks off is arguing with liberals. Yeah. The,
1: the amount of conservatives that I... Because I was like, I'm not paying for this shit anymore, so I stopped paying for Bumble. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually... And I'm never going to go out with any of these people that I'm yeah. with. But the amount of conservatives that, like, try to Convince. say yes because um, on Bumble, if you, like swipe left on someone that has swiped right on you it'll say you've missed a potential match and it's always like the conservatives and i'm like absolutely the fuck not it's like i'm never gonna swipe right
0: get them off of our apps Mm -hmm. like leave like truly so um it's launching in september free to join it's invite only a la, like, they say a la Clubhouse. And A-la, I was like, you, like, you mean Raya. Raya. Like, you fucking losers. Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't think you can talk about
0: Raya, right? You can't. I mean, you can talk about this invite only. You can't talk about what's on it. And so it means you can't join unless someone who's invited you sends you an invite. It's also limitless, though, which Raya isn't. Mm-hmm. And so the promo is, other dating apps have gone woke. This is the, wh- you can do this. There's no, this is without pronouns. And I'm like, I would love to hear you compose a sentence without pronouns. So everyone's non-binary. So that's what.
1: But you still have pronouns if you're non-binary. No, totally.
0: But it just means that. So everybody's an an inanimate object. Everyone is it. That's still. But that's still. Like, it's just You can't. You can't even form a sentence. People are like, I'm anti-pronouns. Like. You. But if you want to talk about like gender, like he is a pronoun. She is a pronoun. This, the, the amount of brain cells on this app, three. Three in total. I'm only giving one to the PayPal founder. Oh, God. That's it. And it's connect with people who aren't offended by everything. Women are eligible for a free premium subscription after they invite two friends. Otherwise, the premium subscription is available for $9.99 a month. And this is going to blow up in everybody's face because everybody's going to realize that conservatives are ugly
1: <laughs> you know what i would kill on there if i was going in like a candace owen type i would kill oh, on there what you would
0: <laughs> absolute that ass mm-hmm. that ass on an app full of yep. people that full hate. of inbred white girls <laughs> huh Badass, it would, it app would, it would break. Like it would literally, like you would be. It would be like an OnlyFans top zero 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 point one performer. Yeah, you would crush it, absolutely crush it. Um, I do hope that some people go on, um, just to troll people. Infra-
1: yeah, I was like, I, I'm trying to think. I don't have any conservative friends
0: that I could get an yeah, invitation no. to infiltrate to just see. Yeah, no, uh. I definitely don't have any. Um, but I think this is going to blow up in their face when again they realize that. Conservatives are ugly. And... um, But they like that look. They don't, though.
1: But they do. Like, they like everyone looking like every other bitch.
0: Oh, I wasn't even talking about that. Like, I'm talking about the people who, like... But that's who they end up with but that's but there are people on either like on it's like it's the ego thing it's like these people who are like oh uh, like those are the people who those are the, like the asshole conservative yeah, men who go, go after like hot liberal that's women what I'm saying.
1: they're gonna go and argue with people on like bumble which bumble like did you hear about how they opened up like the because like on bumble they have the bumble bff and it's only for people oh, that yeah, identify they, as women they and they then they stop
0: it for men yeah for
1: like after a day yeah So, like, they like Bumble's good about like shutting shit down. Well, because so, like,
0: straight men are not.
1: Yeah. So, like, it's gonna, they're gonna argue on the other apps, but then find their wife on this app.
0: Yeah. I just, like, I don't even understand how this is like going to like work. I think that like people have like the poster child of like what conservatives are. And you're like, oh, like, it's Jared Kushner. You have like a, a Kushner, but like, they have this idea of like, what that's like going to look like and I think like conceptually people have that and like yes I'm, there are some people who but there are a lot of young people especially who like grew up conservative who are going to college who still think they hold conservative values but like
1: than they Respect learn.
0: themselves. Yeah. And I'm like, you're going to, this is what I think is going to blow up in your face. I'm like, you're going to get on an app with these conservative men that you are idolizing and you've been told to like stand up to and they hate you. They, they don't think you deserve rights and it's going to blow up in their face. And then we've got liberals. And we'll, and it'll be great. Like, There's just no way that this works out for them in any sense of it. Yeah. In any sense. And I'm here for Me too. It. I'm going to front row fucking popcorn. Cannot wait. Counting down the days until se- September. Mm-hmm. I would love a reality show, like, as this is happening. Like, I just want to be a fly on the wall inside all of this yeah, shit. Yeah, that's what I was like. I
1: I want to infiltrate, but I don't know any conservatives to
0: send me an invite for like, free. I feel one. like we're hot enough that, like, we could probably just, like, find a way. Yeah. After the insurrection, when everybody was like, you know, like, I'm gonna change, all, I like made a fake dating app profile. I'm not gonna say which one. And I like set my specific because there are some parts of Colorado and where we were, Colorado's like California in that sense, where mm-hmm. there are some parts that are like extremely conservative. So I set it and I tried to find it. And boy, oh boy, did I crush it. And then really quickly, I was like, I'm really crossed out. Yeah. And then, like, the net, like, I think I was only on it for two days before they stopped the, um, political party uh filtering. It's shady. Like let mm-hmm. us rat out people who stormed the Capitol. Right. Be a hero in the yeah. story. Insurrectionists should not be on dating apps. Yes. They should be in, in jail. jail. Oh, speaking of, I just wanna share as we end the episode these tweet about jail I sent you. You me sent me? You responded. Okay. Well <laughs> I don't it know was, why you're
1: getting offended. Like, no, your memory is great. No,
0: but I'm saying that you were like, you didn't say, I'm like, no, no, I did. You responded, no problem. Kay. Okay. Okay. Uh, the tweet. Uh, it was only
1: <laughs> a few few messages ago, That's what too. I
0: mean. I'm a strict prison abolitionist, unless I think it'd be funny if a specific person got sent to prison. And I'm sure once you read that, like, immediately
1: somebody popped in yep. your head.
0: Multiple people. Mm-hmm. And it's not like they've even necessarily, like, committed crimes, but I yeah. think it'd be pretty Crimes good. against humanity. Yeah, crimes against me personally. And my viewership, my eyes, my life, my annoyance, my brain space. And there's, that's like a hot commodity.
1: Credit the person who tweeted that.
0: Oh, I can't, I don't know how to read things with numbers in it. Okay, I'll read it.
1: Mr. Thank you. And it's communicants, but with a zero for the O. C-0-M-M-U-N-I-C-A-N-T-S.
0: I have a really hard time reading when people incorporate numbers. We know. I have a hard time reading a lot of things. Anyways, that is it for our episode. We hope you all enjoyed. If you did, go leave a review on the podcast app. We would greatly appreciate it. Five stars on Spotify. We're also on Patreon. If you want to watch the video versions of this podcast. Sorry, I burped. It's a great time. You can see our facial expressions. You can see how cute and gorgeous we look today. Mm -hmm. If you're still listening, go comment on the last Instagram picture. What you would name your future dog. Peanuts. Butter. Ralph. <laughs> Harold. Jason. I've really always, like, I always said I wanted to, like, name a dog, like, a human name. And the older I get, the more I think it'd be so funny if you named a dog, like, Brad or yeah. Jason. This is Jason. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Me too. Here's a a, a review that oh, we God. got. Five stars. Okay. It's from Mayan. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. Take your top off. Says, "Happy birthday, Megan! Happy b day! You and Melissa deserve five stars. Excellent work,
0: gals. We do, and thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, we will circle back next week. Bye. Bye. But Am I Wrong is a production by me, Megan Rinks. And
1: me, Melissa DeMonts, plus Diamond Imprint Productions.
0: Post-production by Coco Lorenz. And production assistance by Melanie D. Watson.